Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. All right, in this week's episode, we talk about what's the most valuable skill, and that is either getting or keeping a woman. And, you know, I had to bring up the point that a lot of what we do when we're trying to get a woman is just a facade, man. So much of the stuff that we do is just fake. Maybe it's a skill, maybe it's not. Yeah, but it really is the most valuable skill is being able to transition from girlfriend to fiance to wife. And that is really the longevity of keeping your marriage and keeping your relationship strong and healthy. So that's really the most important skill that you can have as a husband. So if you want to hear the full conversation, continue listening. So we've been both been married for over a year, right? (laughs) Now, as you reflect on your marriage and what marriage entails, and you reflect on before you were married Mm -hmm. and different relationships, do you feel like it was more... It took more skill to uh, pour into your your girlfriend once you knew her before. And then as you progressed into your fiance, into your wife, um, was it, do you feel like there was more of a skill to, for lack of a better term, get Katie or get her to buy into who you are and what you're bringing as a package that she would like lean in and invest in you or is it more of a skill as you're being married to show up every day and be a good husband so i have a couple different thoughts on this as a young man um i want to say a few of my friends used to look to me to uh help them kind of get over that hump of you know, obtaining a relationship or, you know, uh, crossing that boundary of like friendship into girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that I feel was a skill that I have developed in the past, maybe even fine-tuned, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's funny to think about it now because I'm so far removed from that, but, you know, it's like, I was good at that. It, I don't know, man. Like my mind's going in a million different places right now. I, it's almost like you can put on a front, right, in order to get a girl, mm-hmm. okay? And so if you look at it like it's just this sort of facade, how much of it, of what you're presenting is the real you, right? Like there's... All right, so let's equate it to getting a job, right? Mm-hmm. And on paper, through your resume, <laughs> with the way you word things and whatnot, you may appear to be the perfect candidate. But then you get hired, they put you in that role, and they might expect you to be able to do some of the things you might not necessarily know how to do by the way you worded your resume, right? Mm-hmm. So I think about that. Um sort of like, you know, relating it to a relationship. Um, (laughs) 
if you present yourself in a manner of, you know, being grounded and, um, you know, not having a temper and, you know, it's like these are the parts of yourself that you kind of hide and stash away. Obviously, eventually they will come out as all things do. Um, mm -hmm. When you cross that border and now you're starting to talk about getting engaged, getting married, right? There's, I feel like this idea that we should still be who we presented ourselves to be in the beginning, right? But then I feel like that doesn't necessarily allow for growth. And the growth comes in to having the skills to be able to keep a woman, right? Maintain a relationship, um, be able to consider her feelings. And, you know, if you're going to have children, being a father, um, you know, maintaining all of that with, you know, holding down a job and being a provider and all these different things. So I say all that to say, if I'm reflecting on it now, I think the easier thing to do is to get the woman, right? Um, I would say the harder thing to do is keep her. But as far as the most valuable skill, which I'm sure we'll get into in, the, in our conversation, I'm kind of on the fence. And the reason is this. <laughs> Getting or keeping the woman, um, if you can't get her, then there's no way to keep her. <laughs> but being married now, right, it's like, oh. I don't know, being over that hump, yeah. like I, you know, I, the more skillful and more knowledgeable thing to have or possess is the knowledge of how to keep her. I've talked a lot. It's on you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, as you were talking, it, it is, I'm, I'm so far removed and I think it all kind of depends on your personality too, right? So I was reflecting on myself pre-marriage right like mm -hmm. who was i and how did i approach relationships so for me i was i think i was authentically me right to the point that like but i'm all i'm also like oblivious guy like if a girl was into me i didn't always know or if i was into her i didn't know how to present it so there was like, I would just be me and kind of in hopes that something <laughs> would happen. Yep. Like where may, maybe a situation would arise where like it would be made, made known by some situation. Maybe it was a touch or like, you know, like eye contact or just like a conversation that would just happen. And then it'd be like, oh, okay. Like, all right, she's into me too. Like that type of thing. So, um, I erred on the side of caution. I wasn't as um, assertive, I would say, as some other people are mm -hmm. um, that I know. So I don't know if it is a skill. It was that skill for, for me before I was married. Because um, I'm super comfortable with being comfortable too. So like, if we're chill as far as like, just the opposite opposite like a platonic relationship and i may think she's cute like that's cool but like if i kind of think she's into me or i'm into her like and want to see where it would go like i wasn't as assertive as other people so i'd be like all right well i'll just wait and see 
you know, either she's into me and I don't know it or she just wants to be friends. Um, so, and that kind of, you know, it didn't always play out for me in the best situation. Um, maybe I would find out later that a certain female was into me, but like, I just didn't shoot my shot. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, but it did work out for me right. in how I met my wife. So like, <laughs> so ultimately I played the good play, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but as I was thinking and as you were talking, I was like, okay, like, I don't know if I was even skillful in general in, you know, getting a woman or, you know, having a girlfriend or whatever. Um, and especially as it, as it played out in my ultimate relationship, right? <laughs> the one that I'm now 14 years in, um, it was definitely a friendship first. Um, didn't even come in with it with anything besides she's a great person and she's cute. Um, and then that, that just matured and evolved. So I come from the aspect, like I'm opposite of you. No one was coming to me saying, yo, bro, how do I, how do I get this girl? Like, how do I make her like me? Blah, blah, blah. Like that wasn't me. I was there for all those conversations, but I was, I wasn't asking someone, but I also wasn't giving that, that advice out so i'm like the outlier <laughs> um so for me it definitely takes it's more skillful for myself um to keeping a woman even engaged in a relationship correctly um and then transitioning from girlfriend to fiance and then from fiance to wife to healthy marriage like the that's more important like a more um important skill if we're on level of importance but it might not be the most you know skillful per se yeah so yeah so i rambled that's all good so while you were talking i came up with two questions and this would be for mm -hmm. any of the ladies out there that might be listening the first one as we're talking about being skillful in uh in obtaining a woman, and I, I hate to put it that way because it's not like we own you, obviously, right? It's just, uh, you know, getting into that relationship. How delusional are we? <laughs> and I say that, like, just from a perception uh, basis, right? I know how I think things went in the past, right? How I was able to help some of my friends get into some relationships or even just, you know, start conversations, that sort of thing. And then beyond that, the second question would be, have you ever felt tricked? <laughs> right? Like, have you ever got into a conversation with the guy like, oh, wow, he's like got this, that, and the third going on. Let's go on a date. Let's see what's going, you know, let's, let's see what happens. And then, you know, a couple months later, you're like, this is not what I thought it was. I've been had. <laughs> <laughs> I've been duped, right? And it goes back to that facade I was talking about, right? Like we 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 get really good at presenting our best version of ourselves, right? Especially if you consider, you know, a first date or something like that, right? We're dressed really nice, we got our our brand new shoes on, right? No scuffs, no marks, nothing like that. And you know, might have even borrowed a buddy's car to <laughs> act like we had some money, <laughs> mm. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so all these things that we do to present our best selves, which by just what I said, 
a lot of that wasn't necessarily us, right? You borrowed somebody's car. Like, that ain't you, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that question is, is that our best selves? That's what I'm saying. Is that even ourselves any at all? Exactly. exactly. So, are, <laughs> so are we basically saying that we're faking? We start everything with a lie. Like, are, are we good? Are we good at faking? Like, is is the more important skill faking? But it's like, but it's like that natural, or it's that natural selection, right? Like, you know, if you look in the wild, like the peacocks, like they get, you know, they poke out their chest, they show all their feathers, blah blah blah. Look at me, like that's in essence what we're doing. Like, look at me, I have it together. Like, but do we <laughs> and so yeah. is the skill is it actually that skill like what is the skill that we're talking about you know what i mean is is it skill of fronting basically putting on a front you know is it just all the cap right there like that's it like this is it um i think for me now that we talk about that initially i think it the more valuable skill is for this topic, keeping, you know, keeping your woman, right? Because that's where your real authentic self is. That's where, um, if you remember when Concise the Barber came on and said, what's the best part of being married? He was basically like, it allows you to be someone to be with your authentic self through all the flaws. Yeah. And they ride with you. So, like, that is the more valuable skill is being able to stay married, stay in your relationship, because that's where your buddy's car is no longer there. That's where you don't have a haircut. That's where you have morning breath. That's (laughs) where you've been sick, right? That's where you've been a whiny brat because you don't know how to handle your emotions, right? That's uh-huh. where your your true self comes out and your flaws, right? Obviously, the good parts of, you know, you're loving, you're caring, you're, you know, you take care of what you need to, all those things are there too. But if we were to present ourselves initially like that, then like we'd not be married right now. <laughs> Maybe so. Um so to be able to grow in your authenticity authenticity, and still have her around, let's be honest, every woman has options besides us. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's initially, right? Like when we're, you know, before we put a ring on it, you know, like they could move on. So like it's the keeping part. And transitioning from girlfriend to fiance to wife, that is the skill. I think that is more valuable. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that was always where we were landing. Um, you know, but I think that uh, this conversation is an important one for a lot of the reasons that you just stated there, right? And then another thing that you got me thinking about is, is it more societal that we that got us into this uh i don't know this this area of trying to put the front on right or is it 
that actually what women need from us or is that what we need to present to women in order to obtain a relationship right is is it is it the media that you know has been pumping that into us with ads and all this like oh you have to have the best car and you have to have this watch and you got to buy these shoes and wear a suit right is it has it been years and generations of that being pumped into us right or if we think back to you know before all that existed it was you know the the man who was just presented as the strongest and who could hunt and provide that was just the natural choice right does that does that exist anymore i know it does to some yeah, extent yeah i was thinking when you said that because if you go back into marriages it's how who would be the best that could provide for and make space for a family, right? Who would, in an arranged marriage, who would bring the best dowry, right? Whose family was most prominent? Like all those things played into it. Um, you know, was their skill, whatever their trade was, was that going to be sustainable? Was it an honorable trade? Um, <clears throat> so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of places, the, the marriages were arranged, so it didn't even matter. All those things didn't matter. Um, but I think as we, as we transitioned to a more industrial society, there had to be something that we could present um, so that once arranges, marriages were no longer arranged, like how could, we, how could we show ourselves different and be attractive to women, right? So I think it's it's kind of like that mixed bag. Like we need to do that for ourselves because I think it's more so like we need to remind ourselves what the best version of us is um, and hope that we can keep that up for as long as possible. Because the cool thing about a new relationship with any person, whether it be platonic, um, you know, just friends like you and I or a romantic um, relationship is like when it starts like there's a new there's a new basement a new foundation to start with right mm -hmm. so when you meet someone new they, they don't know anything about your past so you can present yourself however you want to um, and then they only have the reference from the beginning relationship to grow so like we always want to put our best foot forward and present ourselves the best and try to hope that we can keep up that standard. Um, so I think that goes with every relationship, but as far as like a romantic one, yes, we, we're trying to keep the longevity. So we're trying to attract, um, you know, a woman in a certain way that we can um, get her attention. And those are societal things that we have to do. Um, in order for that to happen most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, and another thing I was thinking about is women being convinced that, you know, they need to see those things from us, right? The the car, the shoes, all the the random stuff that doesn't really necessarily mean anything, right? And then portraying that message to us as well. So now we believe that we need to present those things. But then I also think because it's literally all a facade, Right, unless you like actually have the money to do those things, but mm -hmm. 
you know, the whole point is that none of that really means anything, right? What What's the substance of what a relationship could be? And I feel like that's why so many relationships fail, right? Because I'm basically saying I'm attracted to you because, you know, you have what perce- what the perception is showing is, is money or, you know, stability. But what stability do I do I truly care about in the relationship? Because the money can go away just mm-hmm. like that, right? But now are you emotionally stable? <laughs> right. Right? Like, uh, that's... Yeah. Are you stable in your beliefs that I thought that we had? Like, whether it be religious or just moral beliefs? Like, are you flip-flopping through everything or do you have some type of foundation? Yeah. Like, those things, at the end of the day, I feel like are more important um, and in conversations I've had, they have seemed more important with women I've had conversations with too. But it's like, you don't just end up having these deep moral stability conversations in that initial meeting. So how can you, how can you know, you know, yeah. in general? So yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> and I think going back to your resume, um, your resume analogies. It's like, that's why I hate resumes. Yeah. They're, they're ridiculous because all you're doing is fluffing what, instead of saying, I know Microsoft Word, it's processing systems that can, you know, evaluate and communicate, blah, blah, blah. Like, and that's dumb. <laughs> but it's, it's something that has to get get you in the door so you can get in front of the people for the interview. I am convinced if I can get in front of anyone, I can knock an interview out the, out the park. But it's this stupid piece of paper or this digital copy that I have to make it through so I can be chosen to be evaluated in person. So I don't know. It's just a... And I feel like that's the same thing with with relationships, which I think I'm a anti-system person which maybe is why i was just like this is dumb because i when i was younger i would see people that did that or maybe see seem cuter or have it more together or have more money whatever and in that time frame like when they were going they were still like not having successful relationships so it's like yes you might be able to quote unquote get a woman or get her attention or get her to um, want to try you out, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but like, at the end of the day, like, you're not stable, you don't even know where you're going, um, you're not being available emotionally for her, you don't even know how to do these things, but we're not talking about those things, we're talking about, you know, taking people out, getting money, whatever, um, so that's, that was the, I think that was why one of those stances that I took, like, I'm just going to be me, and eventually um, a healthy me will find a healthy spouse um, or someone that's willing to, we can work toward a healthy relationship. Um, I think I figured that out early enough to not care um, (laughs) and be okay. So it worked out in my favor. I don't know if it would work out for everybody, but it's worked out for me. Yeah. I mean, being married, man... Whatever my path was, it worked out in the end, right? Um, but I don't know, man. I, do you ever think to yourself, I wish I knew 
more of what I know now back then? And and this I wish it's a dangerous question because this this isn't to say like I could have like saved a relationship, right? It's just like life could have been easier. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I and this goes back to what's the more valuable skill. I wish I knew what I knew now about the skills of marriage at the start of my marriage than right yeah. now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, because they don't they don't always you don't really understand the depth of marriage until you are married. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they would applying marriage skills to like a random relationship. I don't know if that would have worked. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, was I ready to be emotionally involved and do what it takes to be married with every female that I've ever, you know, had a relationship with? No. Or even every female that I've met that had a potential? No. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I wish I would have known that more in the context of my marriage than with just a past relationship. That makes a lot so, of sense. Yeah. yeah. But... I mean, we're running on time, so yeah. I just want to thank y'all for uh, enduring <laughs> our, our random rant today <laughs> on this episode. Yeah, it was a ramble, but it was a fun conversation, and uh, I think it'll start some conversations out there, so I'm all about it. For sure. I think we definitely need to um, have some female perspective guests and walk through this topic for yeah. sure. So they'll they'll probably be a part two to this sometime down the road. Yeah, or maybe you can catch us on Clubhouse. We'll start a conversation there too. Oh, true story. <laughs> true story. All right. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest and want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.